Hi, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Jake. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm Sarah. I'm Jake. And this is We, we Trust, Trust the, the Process. Process, a podcast about The Bachelorette. We're a couple. We watch The Bachelorette or Bachelor-related shows, and we talk about them. Yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this week was entirely predictable, so we have nothing to say. <laughs> all right, that's the end of the episode. Okay, uh, next, make sure see you, you next su- week. Make sure you subscribe, like us, and uh, tell all your friends about <laughs> tell us. Tell your friends that we knew exactly what was going to happen this week, <laughs> and we're guessing that you all did too, <laughs> Right. even if you didn't watch the show. Yeah, I think that you would have known. You just look at the group of people, and you're like, oh, yeah, those two dudes Let's are going see home. see who hasn't had a one-on-one date. Yeah. They're going home. Yep. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, so this week we go to Geneva, Switzerland, not Comic Sans Switzerland. No. Or... Helvetica. Or Georgia, Switzerland. Georgia. Do you have a favorite font? I, I'm a big fan of Futura. Futura. Oh, that's the one I use for my business. It's very angular. Yeah, it's a good one. It's like simple geometry. Yeah. Cool. What's your favorite font? I knew you were going to ask me that. It's Garamond. Garamond. Yeah. It's what my resume has been in for years. <laughs> but I'm going to switch it to Futura because, you know, I'm like undergoing a change as an artist and <laughs> that now is more indicative of the work I do. Changing your font really uh, really gets that going, huh? Yeah, it's important. Got to have a centralized look. I'm also feel. going to print my resume only on glittery pink paper. <laughs> that seems right. With uh, animals marching across the border. <laughs> Oh, remember borders? Oh, I do. Those are pretty cool. That used to be a big thing. You could put borders on your... I feel like now that might still be an option, but it's not as easy to do. I feel like it used to be like a a big feature. It was one of like the six things you could do. So yeah. It was, it was a, big, <laughs> a big one. You could bold, underline, strike through, and put a border around basically. Ooh, and, and small caps. I think you can still do small caps and it's pretty easy. Oh, to yeah. Do. Well, you can still bold and underline. Well, yeah. I remember that it took me a while to figure out how to do small caps, Mm. but I was really excited when I found that little checkbox in the (laughs) font box breakout thing, drop down. Gotcha. Back to the show. Oh, yeah. This is about the Bachelorette. Back to Geneva with that big ass fountain. That fountain was shown all the time. I don't think it's a fountain. What do you think? Can, like you, can that be called a fountain? I think it's more of a geyser, right? It's like, it just it like goes shoots up very, very high. And it's a, yeah, it's just like one tiny hole that just jet. blasts up. We saw it a lot throughout the episode. My favorite was when she was making out under the tree with Dean. Yep. And in the background, just, <laughs> You know what that geyser was supposed to symbolize? No, what? Their passion. Oh. <laughs> you thought I was going to make a peen joke. I thought you were going to say his erection. <laughs> boner jams okay <laughs> all right so we're in geneva and we get our our establishing shots of which, the mountains which were actually beautiful this time right <laughs> it wasn't like dead trees yeah no we had snowy mountains we had toxic yellow fields it was weird what was that i think just like pools of acid it was i thought it was either a lot of tulips or the color balance on our tv is not right <laughs> <laughs> that's too many tulips i'm pretty sure we just need to fix our tv okay <laughs> so there's tulips there's we saw the united nations building in switzerland uh that's a big thing a really big chair that big red chair with all the flags around it yep mm-hmm. and then we see the guys and they arrive by boat 
and they're shouting and hooting and hollering. <laughs> and everyone that lives in Geneva is like, damn it. Ugh, why did we let them in? <laughs> they're hopping, they're smacking signs, being all cool, yeah, they're doing hyped that, up. They're doing that cool thing where you, you run and you see how many of you can actually touch the sign. Yeah. Two of them got it. Show off. Show off. <laughs> We get we get a shot. Well, I guess we'll establish who the, the people are again. Brian, Peter, Eric, Matt, Dean, and Adam are still there. Right. And Peter's going to win. <laughs> oh, wait. No, sorry. I don't know. Not from those teasers that they were showing. I mean, hometowns, I'm looking forward to actually seeing them. Like, I still think that I know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but not in the hometowns because you don't know what their family members are going to be like. That's true. So I'm looking forward to those episodes, but I feel like I do know the ultimate outcome of the show. Yeah, you think Peter wins? I do. Who do you think wins? Or are we not going to talk about it? We'll talk about it later. I mean, you had you were all in for Matt. I was never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I think I still think he can come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so we we talked about a lot in the beginning of this episode about how hometowns are when you meet family because family lives in the hometown, right? Because that's what hometown dates are. Yeah. So I guess that that information is for anyone who's never watched the show before. Yeah. Or to maybe remind because you. Because Iggy's not there anymore to tell us about these obvious things. So they had to distribute it around to all the other characters. Yeah. I like that Adam still had stitches. Right? I wrote that down too. Mm-hmm. Stitched up Adam. Poor guy. Yeah, he got roughed around that time. He hit in the face with a shield. A shield. Hmm. All right, so this week we have three one-on-ones and one three-on-one. Yeah, and so when Rachel was explaining this to the guys, like, she didn't seem excited or happy about anything. Yeah. She and was, I was a little bit concerned. Like, it seemed like she wasn't you? enjoying it anymore. She just kind of yeah. like, yeah, so I'm going to take three of you on one-on-one dates. So my thought on that was that she already knows who she's going to pick, and she might be annoyed that she has to just go through all the motions still. Because we're pretty sure who she's going to pick. So yeah, I'm well, sure she does. Yeah, but it just, she just wasn't excited about it. It was like somebody, she was breaking the news to them of how the dates were going to be. Mm-hmm. But she didn't need to do that. Like, she could have come and been like, I'm doing it different and it's going to be a blast. Right. She was kind of negative about the way it was gone. Yeah. Gone. About how it's gone. <laughs> Brian gets the first one on one. And Adam and Matt look super pissed. Mm hmm. Very, very pissed. Because that was a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thought that the guys who hadn't gotten one-on-ones would get one-on-ones. Mm. I bet you Brian didn't think that that was going to happen. Brian, they, knew, Brian knew he was going to get a one-on-one date. But he didn't think that like Matt and Adam were going to get one-on-ones. Get the other ones. Yeah. So Brian goes on a very, very, very high-end date. Ooh, fancy schmancy. They go out, they have, they go out and they have one of those uh what are they called bentley's mm-hmm. there are a lot of bees they went to brightling watch store drove a bentley brian's very with, blessed with brian oh they were hashtag blessed they were on a beautiful brown boat i did a lot of alliteration on my notes you wrote poems to the tonight <laughs> instead of notes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so rachel said she likes to treat her man sometimes and she really treated him i wonder how expensive those watches are <clears throat> i feel like that was a pretty expensive gift you know, we could probably find out how much those watches are. No, we should do that old the old people thing where they just talk about it for an hour. <laughs> well, I feel like we've done that a couple times on the podcast, and I've wished that we had just taken the time to look the thing up. Mm-hmm. So we don't sound stupid. Like, we didn't know what love languages were. 
which to be honest, I still haven't like looked up to like, cause I know there are like categories, mm-hmm. but I at least understand the concept of it now. You're Googling. I'm Googling how much Breitling watches are. They, jeez. They're expensive. They are thousands of dollars. Cool. That's his consolation prize because he's not going to win. Ooh. Ooh. What's Dean going to get? He's going to be the next Bachelor. No, I don't think Dean's going to be the next Bachelor. Okay. So they tried on watches and they got matching ones. And then they made out in the watch store with the watchman with the weird black gloves (laughs) watching them. It's just in case anything got hairy, he could quickly kill them. Yeah, so they weren't rubber gloves. They weren't mm-hmm. like the cool like tattoo artists wear rubber gloves that are black. Mm-hmm. And they also weren't leather. They were like Yeah. They weren't disposable, but they weren't really <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Maybe they kept like kept him from smudging. Probably. The watches. I feel like they were the um the fabric that you put diamonds in like those little sacks that you see in movies those sacks full of diamonds yeah, yeah i see those all the time yeah yeah maybe it, like is uh some, some sort of, like, like the tarnishing yeah. yeah diamonds don't tarnish because they're in those sacks because they're in those velvet <laughs> sacks <laughs> okay so they buy watches then they get on that cool boat oh i also was thinking so rachel was saying that switzerland is famous for some fancy things like chocolate cheese and watches and then when they walked up to the store, I was thinking about how much cooler it would be if they were on horseback. <laughs> if they went watch shopping on horseback. Can you imagine if they took a horse in there and the horse like crapped in the watch store? <laughs> Very expensive watches. See, I don't even want to go to Geneva now because you can't go horseback shopping. And then they could have like walked up to a cheese vending machine and they could have gotten horse, horse cheese. cheese. Which... <laughs> Is hopefully cheese for horses is not cheese. It's made from horse milk. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) They go on a boat ride, and the only thing that I was concerned about was that they were going to get too close to that geyser thing and get rocketed up into the air. (laughs) So I've been listening to this new podcast called The Adventure Zone. It's not that new. It's new to me. (laughs) Oh, it's like two, three years old. (laughs) And it's about these guys playing Dungeons and Dragons. And so all this fantasy stuff happens. I'm telling this for the viewer or the listeners because you obviously already know what it is because I told you about it and you've been listening to it too. Mm -hmm. But because I listen to that all the time, I feel like I'm expecting more fantastic things to happen in life than are realistic. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you spend like six hours a day listening to it. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. You kind of just get caught up in it. I do. But I feel like if that fountain was in the adventure zone then taco would definitely ride on the geyser oh yeah (laughs) and it would be awesome anyway so they are on this boat that's a really cool shape yeah i have like that i don't know like a big front and then like a long front yeah it's made up completely out of wood there were no other materials i've decided entirely the engine was wood the windows were wood wooden windows very thin (laughs) veneers of wood yeah uh or resin like wood resin that would work that could work yep i i would take that boat matt and adam are on the balcony talking when they do their little cutback and adam is super super pissed about not getting a one-on-one date and then matt's very optimistic like i'm just gonna go out there and do my best basically right yeah adam said he's gonna be a broom to sweep her off her feet (sighs) and that he's jealous uh that he's not on a one-on-one Peter is also 
mad. He expresses some frustration with not being picked mm -hmm. for the first, second one-on-one. -on -one. Right, because, yeah, the date card came and knocked on the door. <laughs> that little table walked up and went... That little table, he's a forceful knocker. And Dean talks about Brian at this point. And I really liked the way that he talked about it. I like how Dean kind of like smack talks everybody mm -hmm. the way that he he's very straightforward about it whether or not he's right i just i like his confidence in the way that he kind of talks about people behind their back um dean says that brian is a 37 year old who's been who spent years spent 19 years sweet talking ladies yeah. so that's why he's good at it yeah he's got a point there right he's good at those put downs Rachel talks about why she likes Brian and she says that it's because um, she has a lot of doubts and he's very good at, you know, saying like, I'm going to prove you wrong, but I'm still stuck on this. Like, we still don't know anything about him or them together, really, except that she's like, everything's really great and I'm nervous. And he's like, don't be nervous. It's going to be awesome. Right. Um, we did learn a little bit more about Brian. About right, how maybe, he Maybe we did. He, he went to an all boys school. She went to a private school. That was a co-ed private school, though. And then he started, like, getting pervy and being like, oh, what were your uniforms Yeah, I like? was excited because I felt like we were learning something about him and uh -huh. his past. And then, like, he immediately turned it back on her. Yeah. And and then made it a sexual thing. Like, yeah. I want to know about your uniform. She was, like, young. Anyway, then he started talking about how um, his last relationship went and how that ended. And he uh, he invited her to the wedding way too soon to a wedding in Colombia. it was way too soon something happened with with his mom and she wasn't going to compromise with what his mom said to her we don't know what that was we don't know anything about yeah that. i'm really interested in that conversation and they didn't show us any of the interesting part mm -hmm. like the girlfriend met the mom wouldn't compromise and then when they got back home the girlfriend broke up with him yeah because of the mom but we don't... Yeah. There has to be a very interesting reason as to why that happened. What is but, she like? I don't know. What we'll wouldn't she out. compromise on? Oh. Oh, you mean what, it, what was the mom like or what was the ex like? I don't care what the ex was like. Okay. Well, we'll learn what the mom's like. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, but we could have... Oh, you think they were just like planting the seed? Maybe. I don't know. I'm ready to hate the mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Brian's mom, so I'm sure you don't like her. Or maybe I'll really like her. More, but not him. Well, I already know that you don't like him. That's correct. Yeah. She gives him a rose and then they have a, that makeout sesh in front of the string quartet. Yeah. For a really long time. It was very classy. <laughs> and all the musicians were just looking down off their balconies being like, this is disgusting. Oh, Those people are just... They're just disgusting. Just disgusting. Making out. <laughs> but yeah, nothing really surprising about this date. Yeah, Little I think teaser just, about the mom. Yeah, I think it was the same date we've seen them have like three times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He always like looks at her like a predator. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Everything's going to be great. And then it's like smack, kiss, smack, kiss. Blah, 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 blah. Then we get a knock at the door. It's the table. <laughs> he has a date card. <laughs> this is the first time that I didn't write down what the date card says. <laughs> and you didn't either. So, so it must yeah. not have been very memorable. Yeah. Uh, Rachel expressed that uh, second one-on-ones are about getting to know each other deeper. Mm -hmm. And again, we're being a little obvious this episode. <laughs> they go to church. Catholic Mass in French. 
Neither of them are Catholic. Well, we don't... We don't know about Dean. But why did they go to church? Because it's Sunday. <laughs> they go to Old Town, they go to church. And then they were talking during, during the church, service. Right, exactly. I which was... was weird. Like, And the conversation was, I like stained glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what this priest I don't, is saying. Yeah, I don't know so... what he's saying, and I don't believe in this religion. So the stained glass is pretty. Yeah. And Rachel said she likes uh, the community. And then they went to like a little mixer after the service. Had some coffee and donuts Talked or whatever. to some people who had been together for 40 years. Yeah. Then they go into a square and they listen to a man. Play his music box. And there was a cat on top of it that you didn't see. I saw like his back end. Yeah. But I didn't get to see as much of it as I would have liked. Yeah. So there's nothing better about a music box than the cat that's on top of it. A big fuzzy cat on top of it. (laughs) Dean was really concerned to the producers about his family dynamic that he hasn't expressed to, to Rachel at all. And... He he had said at one point that she has no idea what she is getting herself into by committing to a hometown. Yeah. So this really bothered me because I felt like all day long during the date, he was really distracted. Mm-hmm. He just should have talked about it up front. And then they could have had a fun time together. Right. Rather than almost having that awkward date that was it Jonathan where like there was just like that shot where he was talking. Oh, yeah. Where she was talking to him and like, oh, this place is so romantic. He's like, yep. Yep. That basically happened, though, with Dean, too. He was standing behind her, and she kept being like, oh, isn't Geneva oh, wait, so Oh, wait, no, beautiful? that was with Will. Oh, yeah, with Will. Yeah, where he wouldn't kiss her. Right, right, right. Yeah. That. Jonathan would have been all too happy to kiss her. He would have tickled her. With his hands. Hand kisses. Hand kissing. Ooh, that sounds gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, I don't know, they walk around and aren't having a great time, and they go to dinner, and then... Rachel tries to kind of get into things, and she says that, you know, this, this date is supposed to give them a chance to get to know each other better. Oh, this wasn't dinner. This was before dinner. But that they, it's an opportunity for him to get to know her better. And then she's like, so feel free to ask me any questions. And he asks. So do you believe in the tooth fairy? And, and she's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> So she she says she like talk, talk to me about your feelings. He's like, "What's your favorite dinosaur?" Which I think is a good question, actually. But not for this right now. Yeah, but that was a way. So side story: when I was online dating <laughs> years and years ago, I would ask that question, and if the answer was a raptor, a velociraptor, I would discontinue the conversation because that means they're a predator. No, because it just means that they're like just a boring kind of person. They pick like, an they're like one. a dude that I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Velociraptor. Oh, okay, cool. You're probably also going to want to talk to me about your car. <laughs> Next. Um, anyway, so we don't get to find out who, what their favorite dinosaurs are. Hopefully, hopefully at hometowns, they'll tell us about their favorite dinosaurs. Because we'll see Dean's childhood bedroom. Which will and still it'll be have... plastered with dinosaurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There'll be change under his pillow. All right. Anyway, so favorite dinosaur. And she says, seriously. And then mm-hmm. he goes... You're so pretty. Yeah, it's just oh, Dean. deflection, deflection, deflection. Just open up. Just do it. Just come on, man. Mm. Cut back to the house. Table knocks on the door again. <laughs> and it says, Peter, we're at the peak of our relationship. Which actually, okay, we get it because you go to a mountain peak, whatever. But They're like, not. that's not a good thing. Oh, yeah. Like if you're at the peak of your relationship, <laughs> maybe just thus far. Yeah. Like it's never going to get better than this. <laughs> Should probably call it off. (laughs) 
All right, cut to dinner. What are they eating? Fondue. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you think it was Swiss cheese fondue? I mean, they're in Switzerland, so I think it has to be. And they were dipping watches. Was it, yeah, they're dipping into watches the and chocolate licking it off. Cheese. Dipping chocolate into the cheese. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dean starts actually kind of talking a little bit about his relationship with his father and how after his mom died, his father wasn't able to flip the switch and take over the other parts of parenting that he needed, which was pretty sad. Yeah, but I mean, that's all he needed to say. Right. I don't know, but he also, so the thing that he said that makes me the most intrigued about hometowns is he said that his dad's gotten more eccentric. Yeah. And I just, like, I have such hopes for what that means. Like, I I expect maybe he collects, like, parrot memorabilia or, I don't know, like, he designs weird Rube Goldberg machines to make his <laughs> breakfast in the morning maybe see i'm thinking more like really long beard and like prospector like a gold prospector. all right does he carry around the axe like the little pickaxe and, yeah. and lick the end let's go nothing <laughs> maybe well i guess we'll find out next week um i noted that rachel had rachel had a really really sparkly forehead oh there's lots of glitter on her it was either glitter or glistening sweat but i think it was glitter because they seemed pretty cold at some points yeah just glittered it up. Just glitter all over your face all the time. I noticed that she was wearing a lot of rings, like multiple rings per finger. And there's this like wearing rings on not the third joint in your finger, but like the middle one. Oh, yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. Maybe we should do that for our uh, wedding bands. Just get them, make them smaller. So yeah. They, just I wear them like on it's... our half knuckle. I feel like they're going to fall off a lot then. No. No? Oh, okay. Glue. glue. Every morning we'll put a little dab of glue on there. Never gonna fall off. He opens up and they have a pretty good conversation and she offers the rose. But he says, yes, I'll take it. And they go under that tree, make out, and that fountain shoots off. Oh yeah. That fountain. It was the star of the show. <laughs> it got more screen time than Adam. <laughs> <laughs> then we're on to Peter's date. Off to the fields. They take... <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> we see the fields from the helicopter mm -hmm. and my question to you is do you find a helicopter ride to be a romantic date i've never been on a helicopter it's for rachel no because she goes in them all the time <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it could be pretty like wow because you're so high up and you get to look at things mm -hmm. but there's also pilots in there with you it's not very secret it's like very loud yeah. Well, you have noise-canceling headphones. You can't hear it. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, I think she said something like, oh, she wanted to plan a really romantic date. So, of course, we're going to go on a helicopter ride. And I was like, but that's not, I don't know. <laughs> that's not even in my top, like, 50 things that I would want to <laughs> do on a romantic date. But I guess going up to a cool place, like, it's it's more romantic than hiking up the mountain. Sure. Up to Glacier 3000? Glacier 3000. They were really cute in the helicopter, though, the way they were, like, cuddling, like she was resting her head on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. They're just so cozy together. They look like they're... They're, they're meant to be. They're family. So they get up to Glacier 3000 and they go dog sledding. Again, my question to you is, do you Definitely think that not. dog sledding is romantic? No. Mushing dogs to take you somewhere is not romantic. Do you think it's more romantic than a helicopter ride? 
No, I think it's less. I think it's more. I think it's less because there's a man directly behind you. And they're like, oh, we were so alone. Like, no, there was a dude right there. I think it's more romantic because of the way that you're sitting. Okay. In the sled. Okay. Like legs wrapped around. Yeah, like you're just like kind of reclining. Mm -hmm. It's very casual. Meanwhile, those dogs are working really hard. (laughs) To pull all three They look like they were having fun, though, the dogs. Yeah. Can you imagine if Copper was there? Oh, he couldn't be with his bum leg. No, he wouldn't be very much help. He'd be on the sled and the dogs would I think would be it's annoying him. that we haven't gotten an update about Copper. I'm sure he's fine. Copper should have his own uh, Twitter. Or, or Instagram. Or his own show. I don't know about that. <laughs> he can't talk. Not yet. So then they get off of the dog sled and they sit in a snowstorm. <laughs> And have a chat. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, okay, did they... The dogs were still around. So that made me think that the man, like the dog conductor, must have been <laughs> nearby. Probably just looking at them and being like, why are you sitting in the snow? It's really <laughs> cold out. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they're just like sitting in the snow, talking. Talking about Peter's dark days. He looked so good in the snow. Oh, the side of his hair, there was snow on part of it. Yeah, like looked, frosted It was even hair. more frosted. It was, I wish I had hair like that. You, I mean, you do. You have gray on the sides. Yeah, just but, like I Peter. but I don't have the hair to do that. Oh, stop. <laughs> I think out of everybody on the show, you look the most like Peter. Okay, I'm glad you think that. But you have hair more like Matt. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so they're, they're talking about peter's dark days and how he got through those because of he think about thinking about the times where they've been together oh right the dark days while he's been on the show so or like yeah yeah. during this process yep yeah and then he's thought about there have been times he's been tempted to go home and rachel's like i'm very worried about that yeah whatever you don't need to be worried about that i feel like she's just like creating drama they tried so hard to edit this Oh, like all yeah. the cut to commercial things to Definitely. make it seem like he, he was... made her cry. Oh my gosh, he didn't. They had like a wonderful date the entire time. <sighs> yeah, that was annoying. They cuddled in the snow. Mm-hmm. They like laid back and wrapped. She wrapped her legs around mm-hmm. him. And then they're like, "Oh, we should have been doing this the whole time. It's so much warmer." Oh, surprisingly warm. <laughs> oh my gosh, so sweet. Rachel asks him uh, who he'll meet. She'll meet at home. Gary and Lynn. Gary and Lynn. I wrote that down, too. I was hoping that I could say it. Damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. He says that he's never dated a black person before. That's And true. then we move on from that. Yep. It's like they feel like they need to establish this. Yeah. We're all keeping track. The His last girlfriend never met his family. Right. They they started off pretty passionate, and then it like just kind of fizzled out. And then they uh, they had a pretty rough breakup. He was really torn up about the breakup still. Yeah. He's, I'm not sure that he's totally over that breakup. I think he feels really bad. So from the sounds of it, like he just never really got to 100 with her. Sure. But maybe she had, she was at 100 with him. Yeah. And he just kind of had to. Abandon her. Let her go. Yeah. He said he abandoned her. I was like, man, like she's going to be fine. Yeah. He abandoned her because he couldn't love her. Ooh. He couldn't give his whole heart. And then Rachel's like, uh, how are you feeling about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they talked about the proposal and was like, 
yeah, if I'm not feeling it, I don't know that I can propose. Yeah, which, I mean, that's I think like that's a, a totally reasonable thing. person thing to say. But for the show. But the way that Rachel then talked about it, she was like, well, I don't know. Like, there are some other guys that are there already, and it's like a hard decision. And like, what what's the hard decision? Like, you're going to, oh, I'm going to send him home because I know this guy will propose to me. Right. And and at that point, it just sounds like, oh, I just want to get married and not, I, I want just to want, find the perfect yeah, Peter for me. I just want to do the show right. Yeah. He's going to propose to her. Then that date card came in knocking again. And the card said, tomorrow will be difficult. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> You're really setting that one up to be exciting for everybody. <laughs> Peter gets a rose. And they're going to be going to Aspen. Oh, wait, no. But when, so when the date card came a knocking, um, they show that Adam, Adam's like, yeah, I think Peter's going home. Uh, and that he's going to get, that Adam's going to get a hometown. I'm just like, what, what universe are you living in? Yeah, There must be something else going on. My thought is that Adam is practicing the secret. Oh, right. Thoughts make things. Thoughts make things. So he's just like, I'm getting that hometown. And, but the secret is also sort of like, you're just delusional. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was doing it. Thoughts make things. They didn't. Though. It didn't make anything happen for him. No thanks. Rachel said that um, Peter's hometown might be my hometown. That's, and that's not, not how, how it works. Hometowns don't work like that. <laughs> nope, your hometown is still your hometown. <laughs> Peter well, also says that she, that he doesn't throw the word love around easily, uh, but he's definitely going down that path. <laughs> She's like, oh, going down the love path. <laughs> <laughs> They're skipping down it, holding hands. Think of it like the yellow brick road. <laughs> Soon they'll be there. Soon they'll be at their Oz together. I don't think it works if you keep keep extending the. Soon they'll be at their Oz together. The man behind the curtain. It doesn't really work. No. <laughs> but they'll get there. Then we have the three on one. Matt's like, I'm just going to make the best of it. And Eric's like, I'm bringing my best self. And Adam's like, I don't do difficult yeah, that was weird. He he like mansplained difficult to Rachel. She's like he's when he did his toast, he was like, um, I just I just want to say that you, I couldn't get past the word difficult on that card and it's not going to be difficult. It, it might be challenging, but it won't be difficult. And I felt like everybody there was just like What the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. Like <laughs> Like, he seemed like he was being kind of a dick about it. Yeah, I had noticed that this whole episode. He like, kind of seemed like he was being kind of douchey. Challenging and difficult. I'm sorry, Adam. The same maybe word. you can explain the difference or what your yeah. hang-up is mm -hmm. with the word difficult. Or maybe he just knows that difficult comes up a lot. And he's trying to expand oh, the Bachelor vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Um. So, so they go to France. They take a boat to France. They take a boat to France. And did you notice that they um they call Rachel the Big Rach? No, I how, didn't. That happened at least twice this episode. And I was just wondering how you would feel if I started calling you the Big Sarah. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Or the Big Sarah. The Big Sarah. Nope. That would be a no-go. Yeah. That's what, that's what <laughs> I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> They're on the boat and they all climb onto the front. And the front kind of slopes down on both sides. Like, doesn't look like it's meant to be sat on. No. And one of them kind of slips a little bit. And then the next shot, they're all sitting in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so the producers must have been like, yeah, this, it's is, not a good this idea. is too risky. Yeah. So Eric makes a, a cheers to it being hard, but worth it. 
Hard but worth it. Hard was a, the word of the episode. It's hard. It was well. See, hard, difficult, challenging. They're really changing stuff around, so you get lots of different words. Nope, because we got just a lot of hard. Like if you were playing a drinking game, where hard was what you had to drink to, mm -hmm. you would ju you would be dead. Oh. You would be in the hospital, <laughs> getting your stomach pumped, <laughs> unless you were doing it with water or soda pop. Ooh, then you'd be very burpy. Yeah, but not in the hospital. That's true, mm -hmm. which is always better. I'd rather burp than be in the hospital. That's what I say that almost every day. That's my, that's one of my life slogans. That and you got it, Toyota. You got it. <laughs> that, that is one of your life slogans, though. <laughs> oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Toyota. And hospitals. And hospitals. <laughs> Eric did give a little bit of an inspiring speech about life. And I just, I just thought that was nice. He's, when? He really opened up after his cheers. Hmm. He was just talking about, you know, like... Things are hard, but they're worth it. You just gotta, just gotta keep going. Yeah. So I was in New York City this weekend, and I was in a bathroom where there was a lot of writing on the walls, mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people writing about how life is hard, but it's the good times that make it worth it and stuff like that. Mm. And so it's interesting that Eric was in that same bathroom this weekend. I think, I think. Eric might have been in the bathroom, <laughs> scribbling on the walls, of dinosaur barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Adam seems really, really confident for her his place. He's really just... confident, but again, I think it was a secret. Yeah, she has her one-on-one -on -one time with Matt, and they start off by saying that it's been seven weeks, and he knows that it's not been easy for her, and she's already crying. Yeah, so I, I knew, <laughs> I knew that it wasn't going to go too well for him. Yeah, but I feel like they had such a good conversation where it really seemed like he understood what she was going through. And they talked about how, like, the process has made her learn a lot about herself mm -hmm. and vice versa. Um, but it it also seemed like Matt was doing the pre-breakup for her. Like, the things he was kind of saying. Yeah. It's like, I just want the best for you. And then adding on, and I hope that's with me, but setting kind of the groundwork. I mean... He, I think he's known for a couple weeks that he isn't going to be going I on. I would think so. Like, who was he talking? I think he, I don't know. He was talking to Will or something. And, yes. And Will was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to take her home. And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, it might not have been Will. But, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Rachel says that, you know, Matt really reminds her of herself. herself. And she's just, like, bawling mm -hmm. as she breaks up with him and says that, like, maybe... If they had met in different circumstances and they had more time, it could have worked out. But just in this situation. She's way ahead with other people. Yeah. At this point, I asked you if you think that Matt is going to paradise. And I said, no. You giggled for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Not, oh, come on. It was like maybe two or three seconds. You giggled for quite a while. A minute like, and a half of As giggling. if I was asking you the most absurd <laughs> question you've ever heard. <laughs> um... I need to stop doing that. I can't talk to you. I can't waste my good Right, write these reactions. down on your margin. No, I did. Mm. I didn't think it was going to be that good of a reaction. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, you were like, absolutely not. I don't know. I think that he could. Because you then said that he's just as boring as Jade. And I was like, you mean Jade, who is now engaged and pregnant because of Bachelor in Paradise? She's married. Oh, yeah, right. To Tanner. Thanks for correcting me there engaged and pregnant is no 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 i meant more because <laughs> no i know that's how uh because that's how it happened because that's how schmimschman met before the oh, show last time yeah 
uh, that girl, the doula, and Nick. Yeah. And they had sex. Yeah, they had had sex at that wedding. <laughs> Good for them. Sure. I feel like, okay, side note, we've been to a bunch of weddings. Have you ever noticed people like... That are about to get like to, like, strangers hook hooking ups? ups? No, I haven't. Right? Isn't it kind of disappointing? Like, I feel like I always kind of have my eye out. Oh, I'm definitely looking. But no. Uh, maybe the two that we have coming up, maybe it'll happen. Oh, I hope so. Fingers crossed. <sighs> um. So w- when Rachel says goodbye to Matt for the final time, they have a couple mouth kisses in there. Yeah. It was pretty awkward. Yeah. And I think that was their first kiss. I felt uncomfortable watching it. Because I was like, ooh. But you guys are breaking up. You don't need to kiss in the mouth. You're going home. It seemed like he kind of went for it and she was like, oh, okay. And, sure. Or maybe they're like, they're like, they're like ships in the night, but not really. I just really like that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, this could have been, but it won't be. So here's our kiss. Be my ship. Now I'm going into the limo and driving away. And he's like, oh, I'll take the champagne. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. He still had the champagne. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Mm-hmm. Then Adam and Eric have a one-on-one. Yeah, so they sit down at the dinner table across from each other, and it's really uncomfortable. Rachel talks to the camera, saying that like things are going to be really like hard, and this decision's going to be really hard, and sending Matt home was really hard, and everything is so hard. Life is just hard. This whole process is hard. Adam knows that he's going to get the rose. He's just super cocky. He just knows it. Because it's going to happen. And a part of him is falling in love with her. Which part? We don't know. It's a toe, I think. Maybe his left pinky? Starts from the bottom up. Yeah, it's got to start somewhere. fill with love. Or maybe it's, uh, I don't know, AJ? AJ loves. That part of him. The puppet part. (laughs) The puppet part of him is falling in love. So the one thing I am sad about, that we aren't going to Adam's hometown, is that I imagine his house is filled with puppets. See, I don't think he really has puppets. I don't know. There were a couple puppet things with him, weren't there? Well, there was AJ. Oh, and then there was another one. And then there was, they well, kept getting smaller, right? No, I think there was one more, like a like a Barbie doll or something. Yeah, they played they played in something. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I imagine that his parents' house, like his dad is like, he works for uh, Sesame Street or does Muppet stuff. And it would have been really cool. But he would have been with a Muppet the whole time. She would have gotten to meet his Muppet brother. Muppet brother. Imagine this. She goes <laughs> to Jonathan's house for the hometown and his whole family just tickles, tickles her. <laughs> <laughs> like each one does the exact same way too. They're like, oh, close your eyes and put your arms up. And she's like, oh, no, not this <laughs> I again. I know how this works. <laughs> and just every single one of his like 12 brothers... I don't know how many brothers With he has. With their long fingers. Yeah. Their tickle fingers. <laughs> so a part of him is falling in love with her, and she's like, I don't really get that. And he kind of tries to explain that, like, his love kind of depends on whether or not she loves him. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good way to start <laughs> it's it. A very, that's, a, that's a safe way to love. And he says that when he's not with her... Like, he, he tries to find out if he can send her a note or text her or something. And my thought was, like, you should have done that then. Yeah. Like, we've seen stuff like that happen on the show before where people, like, go to your door and surprise mm-hmm. you. Like, he could have. He definitely could have made that one-on-one time with her. Yeah. Just didn't. 
He's like, oh, I should have. I wish I had done it. Well. I wanted to text you. Well, you're not allowed to have phones, so maybe... Maybe not that. Maybe something else. Like slide a note on the door, carrier pigeon. Yeah. Could have like floated a boat over in the hot tub with her and Peter. (laughs) Ships in the night. Ships in the night. (laughs) At one point, Adam also said, uh, Rachel took me on this date for a reason. And I was like, that reason is because you're one of the two people that are going to go home. Yeah, you kind of, you made a sound like a guffaw (laughs) when... I was like, guffaw. guffaw. I can't believe you said that. Guffaw. guffaw. And I knew that that's what you were. I knew that's what you were objecting to. You're on the state for a reason to get sent home. Yeah. Then we have one-on-one time with Eric, where we learned that this is the first time that he'll be bringing a girl home. I wasn't surprised about this. Were nope. you? That no, was I think, the impression that I got. Yeah, I think he never had a girlfriend, so... Right, so... It's hard to take a girl home if you don't have a girlfriend. Right. It's usually how that works. Generally. Um, He talks about his family and growing up in Baltimore. Yeah, pretty hard. Yeah, it seems like it was pretty tough. Yeah, his uncle spending 50 years in prison. His dad sold drugs. His cousin sold drugs. Yeah, and so he says that like he didn't really have good models for what healthy relationships looked like. Mm -hmm. And that he really feels like he's good at helping people. And Rachel asks, well, who helps you? That's why I'm here. Which to me, like, I don't know. That's what I need. I just, like, if I had met you and you were like, I've never had a good relationship before. And that's why I'm here. And that's what I'm looking for with you. I feel like that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, what about like friends? You know, like that's. Yeah. That. Like, who do you lean on? Oh, I don't know. No one. I'm I'm looking for a girlfriend for that reason. It's like, no, no. Like, there's got to be some people. That sounds like a lot of work. Rachel's eyelashes are really full, too. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they're not real. Well, I know they're not real, but, like, they look too full to the point where they're just, like, caked down with mascara and stuff. It's like a piece of felt. (laughs) No, I've noticed that, man's gloves. Yeah, because they're, like, fake eyelashes. Right. But it's just the top, not the bottom. I can't imagine gluing something to my eyelid. That makes me so scared. Yeah. Well, I guess she has somebody, she has a stylist, so there's someone who does it for her. I would trust maybe a professional, but I would not trust myself to do it. Because there's that whole, like, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and so everything's in reverse, mm-hmm. and you're so. more likely to, like, poke yourself in the eye. Yeah. I don't do a lot of makeup stuff, as you guys can tell. <laughs> eye poking and all. <laughs> and then we hear again from Rachel about how this is really hard for her. It's hard for the guys. It's hard how hard it is. It's just a really hard situation for everyone. Hardwood table. That hardwood boat we saw before. Hard cheeses. Hard watches. Hard chocolate. (laughs) But she's just going to go with her gut here. Yeah. If I was Eric, I think I would feel really weird about her saying that, like, she has equal feelings about the two of them. Yeah. I mean, she might. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, we didn't, we don't see everything that happens. Or in Adam's case, anything. But like, that if happens. I had a one-on-one and someone else didn't, and you felt the same about us, like our relationships were on the same level, like that would be a bad sign for me. But anyway, he gets the rose. Mm-hmm. You said something before he got the rose, where when Adam was like very sure about himself, he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm totally taking her home." And you're like, "Could you imagine your first one-on-one date?" being taking someone home to your see your parents right because it would be <laughs> it would have been yeah, yeah. it'd be like the, this is the first time that we've really hung out with no one else around with none of my other and boyfriends you're eating my parents 
<laughs> yeah, with none of them. <laughs> yeah, and he when he's leaving, he says that like if she had met his family, then he knows that everything would have been different. And like I, that's just not true. No, definitely not. That's I don't think any and if that's the case, then there's something wrong with the relationship. Like if you meet someone's parents and go like, "Oh, now I really like you." Before I wasn't so hot about you, but now that I I've now seen that your I know parents, your dad, I'm game I'm... <laughs> on. That's yeah. like I was. Oh no, I can't tell you that story because it's an episode of Master of None that I watched today that you haven't seen. Oh yet. come on! <laughs> His parting words to her were, "I don't want you to think about what could have been if if you picked me." Yeah, th- I wanted to be like, "Fuck you!" And then he's like, "I'll just leave you with that," and then he left. Yeah, that's like that. Uh, she doesn't know what kind of mistake she's making Which, kind yeah. of stuff. Well, he like, also said that, too. Oh. She made a oh, yeah, huge mistake, a, huge... a massive mistake. Yeah. No. Whatever, egomaniac. Like, no, she didn't. No. Yeah. Not at all. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hoping that AJ would be in the limo. So we had someone to console him? Because I feel like we could have used some comedy in that moment. They really kind of let me down. I didn't see AJ this episode. No. My thought is that, like, at the end, so when the episode ends, they then come back from commercial or whatever, and they show, like, scenes from next week, and Uh then at the end of that, there's something that happens, and we never see it because we don't watch the scenes from next week. That's right. But I've seen people, or I've, like, heard about it on other people's podcasts. And there was stuff where, last season, um, I remember seeing some of the stuff with Nick after the fact. Like, it was him, like, playing in the woods and stuff like that. Yeah, it's usually funny stuff. Right. So I think that that's where AJ probably made an appearance. Yeah. But I was bummed out that we didn't we, get to see it. Nope. But we do not want spoilers. Yeah. So she comes back, talks to Eric for a little bit. She's still crying. Yeah, she was crying and she's like, I'm still really excited to meet your family. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't this isn't a reflection on that. Yeah. I felt like he was really good, actually, with consoling her. Oh, I do too. Yeah, he like he got it. He yep. understood. He wasn't offended. Yep, agreed. And then they kissed, and it looked like she was kissing a stone wall. Oh, those stone walls in Switzerland are You're just like superb, very old. Yeah, very old in old town. I don't know. I guess it's hard for me to really even just be hopeful for any of these other relationships. What do you mean? Like I'd like to be like, oh, I feel like I could really see things happening with Eric, but I I can't really. Not with the way she is with Peter. Yeah. Or even like with Brian. It's like, yeah, she obviously really likes Brian. I think she likes the things that Brian says, but we don't, we haven't seen anything. Like, I I don't know what their life would be like together. Right. You know, because like, you can't just go through life every day being like, oh my gosh, we're so amazing together. Like, I'm just so happy. And like, it doesn't. I don't know. There needs to be some kind of substance there. Right. Because there are some days where you don't feel like an amazing couple together. Right. And that just happens. Yeah. So then what happens on those days? You freak the fuck out. Because yeah. <laughs> he says it. And she's like, no, things aren't fine right now. You call mom. His crazy mom. Didn't... Scares off the girlfriends. <laughs> That's how he deals with it. I don't know. And like, I really like Dean. And I think that. Like, I want to see him in a relationship, but I don't think that it's going to work with Rachel, just given, like, how hard it was for him to open up oh, for to her. To like, it just took yeah. so long. And, like, and I get that. Like, I'm not, I was like that, too, when I was 25. Like, how old is he? He's really young. 26. He's 24, 25. Yeah. It's like, I remember that. Yep. I remember, yeah, not being good at talking about 
feelings and getting down to like real stuff to talk about in relationships. But like Rachel's not there. And I feel like yeah. it would get really exhausting. Oh and my she would God. get tired of that. Like it was it's not gonna be something she wants to deal with all the time. Right. And I actually think that Dean's gonna go home out of the four of them first. Okay. I think it'll oh, be yeah, Dean. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting game to play. Yeah, so I think it's going to be Dean first, then Eric. Then it'll be between Brian and Peter. And I'm going to go with Peter winning. That's just my guess. Oh, it's just your guess? Yeah, like I've totally came to that myself. I haven't been hearing you say that all season or anything. <laughs> I don't know. I think, hmm, that's hard. I feel like it's going to be Peter and Eric at the end. Are you just saying that to be different so we don't agree with each other the whole time maybe you think brian's gonna go home first i'm trying to think of like okay so how how are hometowns gonna go like what is it that she's gonna learn in addition well i mean with brian she'll learn something so that's additional yeah right so that's why he'll go home next week oh you're calling him going home next week yeah so uh, and dean will make it to the fantasy suites Oh, that no, no, right. Okay, that's a different way to look at it. Then, yeah. See, that's where I took it. Oh, see, but I thought they, I thought they met her parents. Do they meet her parents and then go to the fantasy suites? Because three people go to the fantasy suites, right? Right. And aren't there only five people left? There's four. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> and is it fantasy suites or one fantasy suite? What do you mean? Like, does she take the guys to the same room? To the same room. I think they go to different rooms. I'm, I remember <laughs> okay. it being that way. Okay. That feels that feels okay. You're like, wait, whose sock is this? <laughs> it says Peter on it. Oh, why does Peter <laughs> keep his name on his socks? Because he's cool. Yeah. You don't want to lose those cool socks. I've seen Peter wearing these socks. <laughs> yeah, so that's a different that's more like, okay, who do I want who does Rachel want to hook up with the most? <laughs> or the least, I guess. I feel like she wants to hook up with Brian. I feel like Dean would be probably not a good choice because he's so young. <laughs> He's not even that young, but he's yeah. But like, can't imagine him being like assertive and like having a, a sure. sexual conversation with sure. her. I feel like he'd be like, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he just looked at me like, what are you gonna say? Just wondering. Um, so I mean, thinking of it that way, my answers don't change. I just think that when she meets D- Dean's family, it's not going to be because of their family. It's just going to be because of or because of his family. It's going to be because of. Like, the relationship between Dean and Rachel isn't, like, super easy. It's hard, you know? Yeah. It's, like, hard. Like it's hard to get him to talk. This whole episode was just, like, really hard. It's hard to get him to talk. All right, we're wrapping it up. We are. We're having a hard time saying interesting stuff now. And it's, like, really hot in here. It's really hot in here. <sighs> what is that all about? It's because we don't have any windows open, no fans on. Oh, yeah, because we gotta hot keep, box in gotta keep it quiet. No scary background sounds. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I'm Sarah. I'm Jake. And this has been We, we Trust, Trust the, the process. process. Okay, we'll see you next week where we go to hometowns. Hometowns.